Sharks Pod, a South Park podcast with your hosts, Bro and Billy. They watch South Park and they watch them all. Episode Stan, Kyle, Cartman, Kenny. Four kids, their mouths are potty. They're not good role models, but what do you expect? Bro and Bill, they watch all shows. They talk and discuss. Whether they watched or not, some shows are good, then there are some who just are so bad, that would think that they suck, but well don't worry, because this show won't bore you a minute, not one second, join Bro and Billy and listen to Shark Pod, the South Park Podcast, with your hosts, Bro and Billy, it's show. It's also a podcast, podcast, they talk all about South Park, 19 seasons and counting, how long will they be on, well we don't know, don't know, don't know. Welcome to Sheffield. Here comes a time when we need a certain call. When the world must come together as one. There comes a time when Bill doesn't remember the words to the song. And the time is probably now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I gotta I gotta admit this. Right. I've never been a fan of that song. It's one of those Michael Jackson songs that is so weird. And yes, Michael Jackson wrote it. Yeah, and he's a part of this. But it's. I it, mean, I, listen, listen to the chorus. We are the world. We are the children. children. We are the ones who made the uh, make a brighter day. So let's start giving. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Like, what children? And what uh, are we children? But if we are children, we can't really afford to give anything, so it's kind of weird. Right. Like, and here's the other thing. Like, I'm more of a fan of Do They Know It's Christmas Time than we uh, are. I agree. And I'm American, so I'm sure there what? are some people going like, America doesn't like the We Are the World. It's a, it, the song sucks. Plain and oh, simple. Right. Because it, it, it actually has a, like uh, a little like unknown title. It's called USA for, for Africa. Right. <laughs> what? Like. So let's talk about that song instead of this episode. Well, okay. Well, real quick, I did, like. Because what's interesting is, like, the people that they have performing, and, like, Dan Aykroyd is one of the people in this. Right. Like, I, I have the list in front of me. Who? Oh, can I try to guess? Yes. I, don't, I, I, I promise I will not cheat. There are some you're not even going to get. So well, let's start with the most obvious one. Yeah, uh, Michael Jackson is it? In, yeah, is it? Is oh, I yeah. know that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the, the video. Aren't the Garfor uh, is are Garfunkel in it? Uh, Garfunkel is not in it. What? But Steve Wonder is. Stevie Wonder, Wonder is. Yeah. Uh, oh. Ah, this is hard. I don't remember anyone. Like, uh, the white people are... <laughs> Cindy Lauper? Is she in there? Oprah is not in there. No, no, Cindy Lauper. No, Cindy Lauper is in it, yes. Yeah. Oprah, no, I know. Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> remember, Oprah the, remember the part in We Are the World when Oprah eats the <laughs> microphone? Uh, uh, Phil Collins? No, that's a good guess, though. Uh, not Elton John, that's a little too early. Uh, Michael Jackson was a friend of, uh, oh, 
uh, the guy from Beatles. Uh, he's probably in it. Paul McCartney. Uh, Paul McCartney. You know McCart who I'm thinking of? Paul McCartney is not yeah. in this. <sighs> I'm shit at this. Okay, give me. Okay. The list. So they broke it up into two parts: the soloists and the chorus. So the soloists are Lionel Richie, Stevie yeah. Wonder, Paul yeah. Simon. Oh, Paul Simon! Yeah. I said Garfunkel. Right. That's almost. That's almost half a point. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, Kenny Rogers, James Ingram, yeah. Tina Turner. Who? Yeah, oh. I don't. I don't know James Ingram either. Uh, Tina Turner. Billy. Oh, I, I, I remember one. Willie Nelson. Yes, Willie Nelson is in there. Uh, oh, Billy Joel, Michael Jackson, Diane Ross, yeah. Diana Ross, yeah. Dion Warwick, yeah. Willie Nelson, as you said, Can... Al yeah. Giroux, Bruce, oh, that's right. Bruce Springsteen, Kenny, oh. Kenny Loggins. Oh my God! Yes, Steve Perry from Journey. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! Daryl Hall, but not Oates. John Oates was not there. Don't know why. Right. Huey Lewis. Oh, I, yeah. Huey. I, I know. I, I I remember two that I didn't say. Can I say them? Okay. Before? Uh, Dan Aykroyd. Yes. As we talked about. He's in the chorus. Uh, uh, Bob Geldof. Yes. Has to be in it. Yes. Yeah. Good. Oof. Okay. All right. Huey Lewis, Cindy Lauper, Kim uh, Kim Carnes, mm -hmm. Bob Dylan, Ray Charles. Bob Dylan was yeah. in it? Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. And the chorus, Dan. This is the chorus is in alphabetical order. Dan okay. Aykroyd, Harry Belafonte. No. Yep. Lindsey Buckingham. Who? Lindsey Buckingham, the guitarist from Fleetwood Mac. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mario Cipollina. Sure. Johnny Cola. Sure. Sheila E. Yeah. Bob Geldof, Ooh. like you mentioned. Yeah. Bill Gibson. Who? Chris, <laughs> Chris Hayes. Oh, I forgot Chris Hayes. Sean Hopper. Jackie, yeah. Jackie Jackson. Oh, La uh, yeah, the whole Jackson family. Yeah, the whole Jackson family. Jackie, LaToya, yeah. Yeah, all them. Waylon Jennings. Yeah. Ben Midler. Yeah. Oh, Ben Midler! Yep. That's right! I forgot. <laughs> oh, my God. Ben Midler. <laughs> oh, my God. John Oates. Oh, so Oates was in this. Okay. Yeah, Oates was in it. Jeffrey Osborne. Oh. The Pointer Sisters. Oh my god! And Smokey Robinson. No. Yep. Cool. Yep. That's so cool. <laughs> wow. And then they did a 25th year anniversary one where they did for oh, Haiti. And do we want to go into that one or no? Wasn't wasn't that uh, for uh, Haiti? Yeah, for Haiti. Yes. Oh, oh gosh! People, uh, are... I know some artists that you... that w was in it. Yeah, I know Justin Bieber was. In yes, it. unfortunately, Justin Bieber was in that. Uh, Michael Jackson. Uh, uh yeah. Course. Well, technically, you were right. He, he was really dead. He was really was. dead, but they used archive footage of him. Um, the second one is crazier than the first. Okay. Alright, so Justin Bieber. Uh, I, uh, let me try to think. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. My, my, Miley Cyrus. Yes, Miley Cyrus was in it. Yeah. Uh, who else was popular around there? Uh, was, uh, uh um, was the girl from <laughs> uh, uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time? Britney Spears? Um, let me check. 
Britney Spears was not in it. Wow. T-Pain was, uh, because he did that awful, like, T-Pain uh, mm. thing in the song. Yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, the sister of Jackson? Janet, yep, Janet was in it. trying to think who else is popular around like when was this uh, out 2010 2010 now okay i give up all right this list is maybe worse than the first or maybe okay maybe okay, not uh, worse but crazier I, I i'm probably going to ask sometimes who's that okay so, okay justin bieber like you said yeah. Nicole Scherzinger. Oh my god. Ugh. Yeah. Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Jennifer Nettles. Who? Uh, she, I want to, she's a singer. She, she's, uh, da, 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 da. she's a singer and an actress. Okay. Um, what movie was she? No, no, it doesn't matter. Anyway. What, was she the girl from Sugarland? Yes. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, Josh Groban, country singer. Yeah. Tony Bennett. Oh my God. <laughs> they really reached out for this one. Barry, wow. Barry J. Blige. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tony Braxton. Oh yeah, she was in it. Yeah. Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson. Yeah. Barbara Streisand. No. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, Miley Cyrus, like you said. Yeah. Enrique. I'm a huge Miley Cyrus fan, so. Enrique Iglesias. No, was he still singing in the 2010? Apparently. <laughs> Jamie Foxx. Oh yeah. Wycliffe Jean. Uh, Adam Levine. Yeah. Pink. Uh, well, there's my witness bears. Just. <laughs> Babe. Bebe Winans. Who? She's from like a musical family. Like the. Oh no, it's, oh, it was yeah. a guy! Oh. From the Winans family. I thought it was uh, a woman, so I apologize for everyone who got offended there. Uh, Usher? Oh yeah. Celine Dion? Yep. Orianti? Okay, I'm sure. I've never heard of that person. Neither. Fergie. Yeah. Nick Jonas. Oh no. Mary. <laughs> Mary Mary. Yeah. Isaac Slade. Oh my God. Carlos Santana. Yeah. Oh. Lil Wayne. Oh my God. Akon. Yeah. T Pain. Yeah. And then, with the big rap, LL Cool J. Oh, yeah, I forgot the rap part. I, see, I never heard this version. Kanye West was in that yes. part, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Along with Will I Am. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Oh, of course. <laughs> Nip, Nipsey Hussle. Who? who? Exactly. Busta Rhymes. <laughs> that has to be a made-up name. <laughs> Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. That has to be a made-up name. Busta Rhymes. Oh Swizz Beats. Who? Exactly. Uh, Kid Cootie. Who? Exactly. Ayaz. Who? Exactly. Man. Who? Exactly. And Kanye West. Now... The chorus is bigger this time, and it is even more ridiculous. Oh yeah, because they they got people that didn't sing at all. I remember yes. there was a uh, uh, Diesel was in. Yes, he is in, one of the in, people in it. One of them, I remember that. Uh, and they they came out of like it, because they used so many celebrities that can't sing. And and I think when Diesel did the interview about that, uh, and he told them that 
uh, really didn't sing. It was just there in front of camera. Because we needed to see him for like two seconds. There's another one in here you... There's two others you'll never get. Okay. Alright, so here's but, the... Uh, yeah, th there's so many in this queue, of course. Because I remember... I remember that when Diesel was it. And that's the only one I remember other than... I think Rob Thomas was in it, wasn't he? Uh, yes, he was. The director? Yeah. Alright. The, uh, the chorus... Yeah. The chorus includes... Patty Austin... Philip Bailey... Piero yeah. Barone... Fonsworth Bentley... That is a real... That is a real name. Okay. Ignazio Boschetto... <laughs> what? Busy Bone... Okay. L. DeBarge, sure. Ethan Bortnick, uh -huh. Brandy, uh -huh. Jeff Bridges, what? <laughs> Zach Brown, Chris, Christian Bush, Natalie Cole, Harry Connick Jr., Nika, uh -huh. Nika Costa, Faith Evans, Melanie Fiona, okay. Sean Garrett, Tyrese Gibson, Gianluca Ginobili, <laughs> Anthony Hamilton, Kerry Hilson, John Legend, Julianne Huff, India Ari, Randy Jackson, uh, Taj, Taj Jackson, Terrell Jackson, TJ Jackson, Oh, no. Bobby McFerrin, Monica, yep, Monica, Vin Diesel, like you mentioned, yep. Al Jardine, Jimmy, oh Jimmy Jean Louis, Ralph Johnson, Joe Jonas, Kevin Jonas, Rashida Jones, wow, Gladys Knight, Benji Madden, Joel Madden. Catherine McPhee, oh Jason Mraz, Maya, Frida Payne, Ingve Goyette, A.R. A.R. Raman, Red One, Nicole Ritchie, No! <laughs> Kelly Rowland, No, not Nicole Yep, yeah, Nicole Ritchie, uh, wow. Raphael Sadiq, Chico DeBarge, Trey Songs, Music Soul Child, Jordan Sparks, Robin. <laughs> the porn star? No, not the porn star. Robin. Wasn't she a porn star? No. Huh. Jordan Sparks. Yeah. No. I she was a porn star. No. Oh well. Pros <laughs> learned something new today. Uh, okay. Robin Thicke, Rob Thomas, uh, Vince Vaughn, yeah. no. yes. Mervyn, wow. Mervyn Warren, Verdine sure. White, Ann Wilson, yeah. Brian Wilson, and Nancy Wilson. Wow. Wow. Vince, what the Vaughn, Vince Vaughn in We Are the wow. World. That sort of makes the Dan Aykroyd appearance, like, justable. Yeah. Huh. Well, Vin Diesel for talking about that. Yeah. Like, you remember that really great Vin Diesel album, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I got it on 45. Uh, I All think right. I I'm thinking of Jordan Sparks, maybe. I don't know. It's Jordan Sparks. Anyway, I thought she was a support star. People, according to Wikipedia, she's she's a uh, uh, she's a Walt Disney <laughs> Walt Disney character. So. Wow, I love that. All right, uh, people were wanting to listen about our review of Chef Aid, so we may as well. No. Get... <laughs> we may as well Let's talk more about We Are the World. <laughs> <laughs> we're, ne we're never gonna get this. All right, uh, so uh, the episode aired on October 7th, 1998. Right. 
And as you mentioned, la- at the end of last week, the guests that are on this is really a who's who of musicians. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, as we have done before, I want to give the rating before we we, uh, we go into the episode. It mm-hmm. gave, uh, gotten uh, 8.0 out, out of 10, so a little higher than the last episodes. Yeah. All right, so we begin the episode with the boys in the cafeteria. They're getting ready for lunch. And Cartman is singing this song called Stinky Britches. And apparently it is this new hit song from Alanis Morissette. And he just can't get the song out of his head. And Chef hears the song and he's like, Children, I wrote that song 20 plus years ago. And... So they go, you know, after they discover that Chef wrote the song, uh, they decide to go to the record label. And the label is Capitalist Records. So they play Chef's version of Stinky Bridges, and the record producer is like, that sounds nothing like the Alanis Morissette version. So, you know, they each get upset, and the record person throughout the episode screams, I am above this at all! So, the record person sues Chef. He sues Chef for harassment. And they're going to court. So, also I want to mention, in the cafeteria scene, um, Mr. Garrison is there with Mr. Twig, and Kyle asks again, when are, when's Mr. Hack coming back? And that pisses off Mr. Garrison, and you know, there's a good story with that. So, we go to, tr- we go to court, and Chef has Kyle's dad as his attorney. And... The record producer has Johnny Cochran as his lawyer. Oh, boy. So, we then have the trial. And then we get to the end of the trial where they each say, you know, their last piece. So, Kyle's dad is like, you know, this is the actual tape. This is the actual song. You heard the tape. This is the real song. And then, Johnny Cochran uses the Chewbacca defense. Yeah, and, uh, and this is quite interesting, because I, I'm, I'm going to give a little small spoiler for the future. Yeah. He is going to use that Chewbacca defense again. And I think I just love this. But uh, should we uh, tell people a little about what this Chewbacca defense is all about? Yeah, go right ahead. Because the Chewbacca defense is a fictional legal strategy used in Chef Aid. It And its former uh, of red herring argument used derivative confused the jury. The co- uh, concept centralized attorney Johnny Cochran's closing argument defense in the O.J. Uh, Simpson in his murder trial. In court, Co- uh, Cochran uh, resorts to his famous Chewbacca defense, when he, uh, which he used during the Simpson trial, according to Stan. It was a parody of Johnny Cochran's closing argument in the uh, O.J. Simpson murder trial, where he stated to the jury, if it doesn't fit, you must acquit. In reference to an earlier point in the trial, Prosecutor Christopher Darden asked Mr. Simpson to try on the body glove, found that the murder scene and Mr. Simpson could not fit the on because it did not fit his hand. Yep. So, he does the defense. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll go. 
Was that it, or did you have more? I'm sorry. No, I had a little more. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Go, no, 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 go ahead. Cochrane's defense is su successful, and the jury finds uh, uh, guilty of harassment, a major uh, record label, and sets his punishment either uh, to $2 million uh, uh, fine paid in 24 hours, or following that, for uh, years in prison. Uh, where the judge uh, uh, sentenced him to 8 million years, probably. So it's it's kind of it, it's it's interesting that this is kind of trying to give a little like poke to the O.J. Simpson trial. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is, you know, like they would use Chewbacca the Wookiee. And actually, what? I have I have this note here because Johnny Cochran passed away in two thousand five. The Associated Press obituary for Cochran mentioned the Chewbacca defense parody as one of the ways in which the attorney has entered pop culture. Really? Mm -hmm. this, That's interesting. This is Chewbacca. An eight-foot <laughs> wicked from the planet Kashyyyk. But Chewbacca lives on the planet Endor. Now think about it. It does not make sense. Oh my gosh. That, that, that is like one of the best parts of the entire episode. I love that spark. Mm -hmm. So, as uh, Fro mentioned, uh, Chef was found guilty, and he had to pay a $2 million fine within 24 hours, or he was going to go to jail for four years. So, the boys, they have their idea of, at first, trying to cheer Chef up with, German, or with Cartman doing the German dance. And... Chef is like, no, oh, thanks, kids. Yeah, that's all right. And then he looks at the his photo album of all these famous celebrity people that, you know, he worked in the music business. So they're taking all of Chef's stuff away from the house, including the photo album. And Chef says to the record producer, I am going to get the $2 million. But instead of paying you the $2 million... I will pay Johnny Cochran to be my lawyer and to sue you. Ooh, bum bum bum. So the boys being... Or actually, no, wait a minute, hold on. Before we get into what the boys do, there is one scene we got to talk about that was really good. Mr. Garrison is at his house, and he's looking for Mr. Twig. Well, there's a pot that's on, and it's boiling. And Mr. Garrison opens up the the pot and Oh my god! It's Mr. Twig! Mr. Twig is boiling in a pot of water! Oh my god! <laughs> Drama! Exactly. So the boys start going to these musicians' houses. How they afford the airplane tickets, I have no idea. Yeah. Wouldn't they be more uh, smart to give that to Chef? You would think. <laughs> so the first person they go to is Elton John. And they talk to Elton John and, you know, he remembers Chef and he remembers the story of when he was a struggling musician and... He was singing My Cheddar Cheese Girl, which did not work. So Chef, uh, Chef said to him, why don't you go talk to uh, this guy that I know? He writes great lyrics. His name is, uh, I, the name I forget, but everyone who's an Elton John fan knows who I'm talking about. So, Tim Rice. Thank you. I, I, I think that's what it is. Is it Tim Rice? No, I, I want to say it's somebody else. Okay. Oh, gosh. Because Elton John and Tim Rice have worked together for many years. Right. Um, oh, Bernie Taupin? I think that's it. Oh, yeah. All right, there we go. So, so basically, Elton John says because of Chef, you know, he had this career. So he buys a couple of candy bars... 
And then Stan asks Elton John if he could sing this song for his girlfriend, Wendy, that he wrote. And Elton John's like, sure, but remember, blah, 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 so the next house they go to is Meatloaf. And I love this, because Carbon's like, Mr. Loaf, we have some chocolate yum-yums. We have some... Oh, it was really good. Mr. Loaf. Yes, Mr. Loaf. <laughs> and, and Meatloaf tells his story of Chef, about how he was at first known as Couscous. And he was really skinny. I love that, man. That is such a good story. And Chef is like, well, no one is going to come see a, a skinny guy named Couscous sing. Here, why don't you have some meatloaf? And meatloaf owes his entire career to Chef. And then they also go to Rick James' house. I'm Rick James, bitch. So... Then, Chef, as his way to get the $2 million, he decides to whore himself up to every woman in town. The first one that we see is with Kyle's mom. And after that happens, Kyle's dad comes in and says, well, what did you think? And she's like, it's just what I had expected. Then the next person that he has sex with is with Mrs. Crabtree. And it is so freaky. It really is. So he then puts a bag over his head. Or over her head. To have sex with Mrs. Crabtree. And then finally he has sex with the mayor. And he just cannot keep up. You know, he's trying, but he just can't keep up. So ultimately, Chef fails to get the $2 million. The boys got about $90 worth from the candy. Chef raised over $400,000. And Chef is sent to jail. So as he's gone to jail... The boys are wondering, well, how can we help him? And Stan comes up with chef-aid. We're going to do chef-aid. So, now we go back to Mr. Garrison. Mr. Garrison goes in and he checks on Mr. Twig. He's tucked in for bed. And we see that <gasps> Mr. Twig's been broken! No! So... Then, Mr. Garrison rushes to the hospital, wraps Mr. Twig in a, in a towel, and he asks the doctors if they could check him, Mr. Twig, to see if he'll make it. And they're just giving him this look. So then, after that has happened, Mr. Garrison discovers Mr. Hat is in the house. So he... You know, he gets him, and they have a conversation, or some kind of a conversation. And then, you know, and now Mr. Garrison, I should mention, he's in his underwear. And he throws Mr. Hat out of the house. And he's arguing outside. And some of the townspeople come out, and the doctor's like, Mr. Garrison... We've just had enough. It's over. It's over. So, Mr. Garrison, for some reason, goes to jail. We don't know why. He just goes to jail. So, Mr. Garrison and Chef are sharing the same cell. And Mr. Garrison's like, You're not thinking of making moves on me, are you? No, damn it. So, the boys then, they start Chef 8, and Cartman does the German dance. And here comes Elton John in the town. And he sees this, and he called up a couple of his friends 
They got a stage and they're going to perform Chef Aid. Hooray! So we get a couple of the bands, uh, and I'm sure I'm going to get it out of order, so please don't get mad at me. Rancid, Primus, uh, was involved. And then uh, Joe Strummer comes up from The Clash, and he was saying something about, something about Chef, and it was like his motto. And that, and then we get, and I thought this was really weird. The person who was doing the announcing is like, ladies and gentlemen, TV's Ozzy Osbourne. And I think. <laughs> yeah, because he wasn't famous. Right, he wasn't. Before that. Right, he wasn't TV famous for like another three years. Right. So then Ozzy Osbourne goes into this story of how he became famous. And I have the I have the quote here. And I'll try my best Ozzy impression. Many years ago I was the lead man in a struggling band. Chef told me to wear funny hats. I thought he said, bite the head off a bat. And the rest, oh well, is history. So Ozzy starts playing his set and he picks up Kenny and Oh my god, Ozzy Osbourne killed Kenny! You bastard! So meanwhile, um, you know, we see Mr. Garrison and Chef, and somebody breaks the wall in the jail. And Mr. Garrison and Chef break out of jail. And who was it that broke them out? Mr. Hat. What? Exactly. So, Mr. Hat broke them out and chef is like how is he able to drive without any legs <laughs> good question mm-hmm so then they get him over to chef aid and chef's there and he's like what's going on here and then we get sort of a tribute parody of the charlie brown christmas welcome to chef aid chef so as that happened, the executive, the record producer comes over, and he knows that, oh, they're going to raise the $2 million. So he comes up with a plan to try and destroy the show. So we get a couple of other artists come on, Rick James, Ween comes on, and then we get this scene with Mr. Garrison and Mr. Twig. And he does, Mr. Garrison does the voice of Mr. Twig. Do you love him? What? No, I don't. But do you love him? And basically, Mr. Twig convinces Mr. Garrison to go back to Mr. Hat. Like, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. And then we get Elton John. Elton John comes up and he says, Here's a song written by a special little boy. So he plays the song that Stan wrote about Wendy. And as Elton John is performing, the record producer is cutting the stage and he breaks the stage. <gasps> no! No! There can't be any more concert. No! But then they say in South Park that day, Johnny Cochran's heart grew three sizes that day. <laughs> and he says, Chef, this music has inspired me. I will take up your case free of charge. So we then go to the trial, and uh, Johnny Cochran uses the Chewbacca defense again. And, and uh, I'm going to spoil the future. I have Johnny Cochran as my character that I chose this week. Oh, right. There, and there's a quote there that Bill is going to read. In my Johnny Cochran voice. Yes. I, I, I didn't know I have a Johnny Cochran voice, but I do. So, as he does the Chewbacca defense again, one of the jurors' heads explodes. So, in the end... Chef is credited with getting his name on the Stinky Bridges. Mm, excuse me. For the Stinky Bridges song. 
and he's just happy that it's all over now and that he can go back and make tuna casserole for lunch. And that is the end of Chef Aid. Fun fact, Stinky Bridges uh, did not exist. I would think that it wouldn't. I, I would think. Just from the name itself, you know. Um, so, what rating did it get again? It got but, a... Uh, but do you know who gave it out uh, later? No. Marilyn Manson in 2013. Interesting. Yeah. So, the episode got an 8 rating on IMDb. Yeah, it did. Very interesting. It's uh, exactly the same rating as I am going to give it. Oh, okay. Any... I really like this episode. Uh, it's a good episode. I just find this funny and there's so much good cameos by people I really enjoy like for example Elton John I really like uh, mm -hmm. and have a tremendous like and uh, respect for like Johnny uh, <laughs> and Osborne and, and things like that uh, and there's there's so much in this that, and I like the pointing to the OJ Simpson trial I mean, uh, on another digital citizen, we did the whole uh, O.J. Simpson TV show, mm -hmm. uh, and 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 I always been obsessed by that case. And this year's documentary, when this year is over, is probably going to be made in America. Uh, the story about O.J. Simpson, uh, one of the most terrific documentaries ever made, if you ask me. Uh, if you haven't seen that, go and see it. But um, there's there's things that I feel are missing. I feel like the funniness of this episode is not up with uh, giving this a uh, uh, 10. Uh, there's things that I feel are missing. Like I said, the funniness and maybe some of the edginess, mm -hmm. but still I feel like this is one of those episodes that uh, uh, proves to me that uh, even in a shitty season there can be some good uh, episodes. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think this this stands on its own legs almost. I like, I like everything that is in this episode. But uh, it's not perfect for me. It's right. not. It's not. It's not uh, a ten. So I would give this a, a solid eight. This is a good episode. This is one of the better episodes of the second season. Oh yeah. And I think a lot of it does help that there are musical guests on here. What? And, and they are real. Yeah, they're real, and they're performing. That's yeah. another thing. Um, you know what? I was gonna give this a 7.5, but you sort of convinced me to bump it up to an 8. Yeah. It's a good Join episode. Me. It's a real good episode. Join me to the dark side. <laughs> you know, it's funny you said that, because I'm on IMDb, and they have an ad for Star Wars The Force Awakens on stars. So, <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all in all, it was a good episode. One of the better episodes of the second season. Oh, yes. Uh, definitely one of those episodes where I maybe uh, will say, yeah, I will say this, this proves my theory of there can be good mm -hmm. episodes even yeah. when there's a shitty season. All right. Well, oh, go ahead. No, uh, we have uh, actually almost. Uh, have we talked about Seb Modernist sir, before? About what? Seb Modernist. No, Is I. Me and you guy. Don't believe. 
No. I don't think uh, we have read this review first before Howard. Are you, wait a minute, are you on IMDb? Yeah. Wait, Seb, yeah, Seb M. Moderns. Okay. Yeah, we've, yeah, we read, we, yeah we've read his reviews. Okay. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> chef Head, Chef Laid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, really. Um, in this episode of South Park, Chef gets sued because of music writing company thinks that he is using plagiarism mm-hmm. in order to chef uh, to have the money to pay for the music. It's up to him and the boys to come up with the money making solution. Sex is an idea. No, not with each other, though. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I just gotta say, what came through that person's mind thinking <laughs> that Chef would have sex with the boys? Honestly. <laughs> well... You are uh, sick. Well, you in British the future episode, uh, Chef will try to have sex with the boys, so... Oh, man. Uh, we will come to that when we come to that. So, Chef uh, tries to man his way through the situation by having sex with South Park female citizen. Several celebrities cameos uh, exper- uh, make an appearance to help Chef earn the money uh, as a reward for helping and supporting their bands in their past. This episode even uh, has a reference to how the cringe stole Christmas near the end. Did you get that yeah. reference? Yeah, oh. when 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 they did the Johnny Cochran's heart grew three sizes that day. Ah, okay, yeah. Uh, not a big fan of that movie, so... Maybe you, have have you seen the cartoon? No. The cartoon's I, a lot better than the movie. I've just seen the Jim Carrey uh, movie. Ah, so you did, so you did it wrong. Not to be missed by South Park fan. Overall rating, 9 out of 10. Hold on, I'm gonna. Am I gonna? No, I haven't seen. I, uh, I, I, I'm a huge Jim Carrey fan, but that movie didn't really. See, you made the one big mistake. Which, what? Which is, you saw the Jim Carrey movie first before you saw the cartoon. Okay, why? Why are you saying that it's the wrong way? The cartoon is so much better than mm-hmm. the live action movie. It really, I guess it is. But it, it really it, is. It, 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 like when I saw the, saw the live action, I was like, oh, if this is familiar to the cartoon, I'm not interested. Right. So that's why I never seen the cartoon. Well, then you're going to watch the cartoon this holiday season, my man. I will, okay, I will force you to watch it <laughs> if I have to. All right, uh, comedy fan. Do you want to read Gangster's Hippie? Yeah, I'll read Gangster's Gangster Hippie. Review? Yeah, I'll read that one. Chef yeah. Aid has a wide variety of guest stars. The guest stars in this episode consist of Elton John, Meatloaf, Ozzy Osbourne, and the list goes on. In this episode, Cartman gets an Alanis Morissette song stuck in his head. Chef hears him sing it and states he wrote the song years ago. They go to the record company just to have his name in the song credits and ends up getting sued. Chef has to pay two million dollars or else he goes to jail. Chef has sex with every woman in South Park while the boys raise money by visiting the rock stars Chef once knew and sell them candy. They do not get the two million and Chef goes to jail. But the boys decide to raise money by bringing all the rock stars over for a show. Meanwhile... Someone is trying to kill Mr. Twig, and Garrison wants to find out who it is. Chef Aid is a pretty interesting episode, as it has a wide variety of guest stars. It also has its funny moments. Yeah. Uh, I will read the Comedy Fan 2010 from Canada. This episode has two stories that are both really hilarious. The main one about Chef dealing with the record that uses his old song is interesting how the story is uh, much uh, about old events i wonder uh, uh, i wonder of younger people that miss things for example oj issues will get all the fun oh i, I got it that 
I lived that trial for a year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think I think people that don't have a OJ Simpson connection will not find this as funny. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Johnny Cochran was very amusing in it. Uh Alanis Morissette was also a big singer back then. Yeah. Uh, I will say she's a big singer now. But that's me. Um, I also loved Cartman dancing the German dance, same as the boys getting all the money from singers. They made it pretty funny how much a chef helped to get famous and crazy how little money they were giving them. The second story is also funny. Uh, Mr. Gerson dealing with Mr. Twig and Mr. Hat. It's just too funny. I also like that Leon De Niro uh, Capro poster uh, <laughs> um, over Mr. Twig's uh, bed. Oh, yeah. Him, him in jail uh, with Chef was also amusing. I forgot yeah. about that. Uh, there's a lot of Leonardo De Capro cameo yeah. things in, <laughs> in there South Park. They are big, big fan of his. Yep. So are we going to? Are you? Have you given up? Uh, what we are going to talk about next week? Well, you know, before we <laughs> before we do that, um, and and I wanted to save this because we are talking about Chef Aid. Right. Um, one of the things that we've talked about in the past is you know Isaac Hayes, you know, leaving South Park. Right. Um, there is, and I'm actually going to save this right now so I can post the link of this. And it's a really interesting article. It you is. Know, you, you, you sent me this the other day, and I was like, I was shocked about yeah. the, the information in this. So, this came from a website called Kotaku. I never heard of this. And it came out just before season 20. Yeah. Do you think that is a coincidence? Mm, I don't know. So, I don't think that. So, in, the art or in this article, Jason Schreller interviewed Isaac Hayes III. And, right. Right. And his son. Yeah, his son. And they talked about the whole... Of the whole thing of him quitting. Well, here's what Isaac Hayes III said about this whole situation. Isaac Hayes did not quit South Park. Someone quit South Park for him. What happened was that in January 2006, my dad had a stroke and lost the ability to speak. He really didn't have that much comprehension, and he had to relearn to play the piano and a lot of different things. He was in no position to resign under his own knowledge. At the time, everybody around my father was involved in Scientology, his assistants, the core group of people. So someone quit South Park on Isaac Hayes' behalf. We don't know who. Matt Stone said, we sort of figured out the whole picture a bit later, but that's totally what happened. Isaac Hayes III also said, My father was not that big of a hypocrite to be part of a show that would constantly poke fun at African American people, Jewish people, gay people, and only quit when it comes to Scientology. He wouldn't be that hypocritical. Stone said, It really sucked the whole thing. That statement put out that he was quitting, it kind of called us bigots. Trey Parker also said, but we knew in our hearts there was something way more rotten going on. So pretty much, yes, yeah. somebody in the, I, I presume in the Scientology community made or said that chef quit. Yeah. Isn't that sad? It is. That's it, really super sad. It is. Because Isaac Hayes 
was a big part of South Park. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I'm, I'm not surprised, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised at all. Me either. Uh, it's Scientology we're talking about. It's not the normal. No. Religion. All right. But, uh, yeah. So, what am I going to be doing now? Uh, let's talk about uh, Tony Cochran before we talk about next week. All right. Uh, I jumped shark a little. Yeah, you did. And uh, we're going to talk about Johnny Cochran. He is male. His age is 67. His hair color is black. His occupation is a lawyer. His last appearance is 201. He's uh, voiced by Trey Parker. And his first appearance is in Sheffield. And I will read a little about him. Right. Uh, because um, Bill is going to do a memorable quote. Yes. It's really long. Yes. Uh, same, a famous attorney who worked uh, for the big time celebrities, O.J. Simpson and Michael Jackson, and even Jeremy Chef uh, McCoy. Uh, no, Mac. McElroy. McElroy, yeah. Himself. Johnny Cochran used his famous tobacco defense to confuse the jury and get desired outcome on criminal cases. He was uh, a, a charge of heart at the chef aid concert and helps him get the rights to his song Stinky Bridges. He later joins Tom Cruise in suing the town of South Park for slander. And, uh, yeah, can you give me a memorable quote of him? Alright. Why would a Wookiee, an eight-foot-tall Wookiee, want to live on Endor with a bunch of two-foot-tall Ewoks? That does not make sense. But more important, you have to ask yourself, what does this have to do with this case? Nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, it has nothing to do with this case. It does not make sense. Look at me. I'm a lawyer defending a major record company, and I'm talking about Chewbacca. Does that make sense? Ladies and gentlemen, I am not making any sense. None of this makes sense. And so you have to remember, when you're in that jury room deliberating and conjugating the Emancipation Proclamation, does it make sense? No. Ladies and gentlemen of this supposed jury, it does not make sense. If Chewbacca lives on Endor, you must acquit. Perfect. Applause! Thank you, thank you. Yes, <laughs> a future episode. Oh my god, Sheffield, uh, season 2, episode 14, and episode uh, 14. <laughs> 05 and 1406 called 200 and 201. Can you give me some bonus factoids? Yes. Johnny Cochran died in 2005, but slightly appeared among the celebrities suing the town in 200 and 201, five years later. Johnny Cochran was also mentioned in Trey and Matt's hit 2011 Broadway musical, the Book of Mormon during the song Spooky Mormon Hell. Yeah. I have yet to see that. I really do want to oh, see the Book of Mormon. It's good. All right, so what do we have next week? Well, next week we have a special episode. Special episode. Yay. Special. Special. Yes. Because we mm. are talking about Chef Aid. Yes, we're going to... We are going to review the album. And yeah. what we're going to do, and this is, what I'm, this is how we're going to do it. Uh, for those who have listened to me many times review albums in the past with uh, Jim Boy Star, we pick at the end of the review a song we most likely would sing karaoke to and least likely. So, Fro, that's going to be our mission next week after we listen to the entire album. We're going to pick 
the one song from the album we would most likely sing karaoke to and the one song we least likely would sing karaoke to. And um, maybe there will be some singing in that episode. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, so real quick, the quick plugs, uh, follow the show on Twitter, we are at SharksPond97, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill, and you can check out my many podcasts that I do, uh, Nostalgia Crew, Untitled Movie Project, The Scorecard, and That Wrestling Show. And, uh, since it's September, I get to remind you that you have to watch, uh, a movie with me. Yeah, um, I will be watching it. Um, obviously, this will be up in a later date, but uh, I'm getting prepared to watch the movie Avatar, and then after that, uh, I'm going to talk with Fro, and I might question him, and I might be mad at him. Who knows? <laughs> oh, I think you are going to be pretty mad. Okay. Uh, but uh, if you want to follow me, and why wouldn't you? Because I'm Norwegian, exactly. and that's a special thing. You should listen to... Uh, <laughs> I, I forgot. My Another podcast, digital but. citizen. <laughs> I forgot oh, I'm having too much fun on this podcast. Yes, you are. Yes. So, uh, look up uh, Another Digital Citizen on iTunes. We are there. Yep. And don't forget to give this show a good review and good rating because the more good stuff you guys give, the more people will know about us. Do it. So next week, Fro and I will review Chef Aid the Album. I hope you guys are ready. So, hope you guys enjoyed this week's show. For Fro, I'm Bill. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.